0: Hello and welcome to Conflict Junto episode 92 I'm your host Octavia St. Newman I am a geek culture philosopher And I'm here with my co-host Adam Jr. Tedders Jr. Whopper Jr.
1: what? Gordon <laughs> I, I don't know why I June asked. Gordon. Junior, Junior Gordon, because you got the mustache yeah, I'm bringing the mustache back. Yeah, yeah. I'm the mustache back. I, I, uh, I was recently going through the process of growing out my facial hair, and uh, I get frustrated with it. I, I can't grow a beard like you have. You got to give you it You say this to me. You've said this Years. to me. I remember sitting next to Years. you on the bus to go to Comic-Con, uh-huh. and you said, you just have to wait. You have to wait it you out. You got to let it happen. You have to persevere. I can't. I can't because I look like a fool. Yes. And I. This is true. I had to, you don't have to corroborate. All right. And (laughs) (laughs) and I I shaved my sides and I I had the mustache and Timory said, why do you do the mustache? And I said, I feel most like myself Mm. when I have the mustache. Yeah.
0: Do Do you understand that sentiment? I mean, I don't know who I am without my beard. Yeah. Like if I would cut my beard off, I don't know what's underneath here. No idea. I have no clue. No idea. What. I mean, it's been years. Pure light. It's been, <laughs> it has been years since I have not had a beard. So I have no idea. What. Your daughter wouldn't recognize you. Probably not. Your wife would,
1: would not recognize you. I
0: mean, she's been like, hey, you know, why don't you cut it off? And I was like, no, Mm-mm. I don't want to live this life.
1: I understand. I respect that. Yeah. I respect I, I that. I choose. I've cho- this is the life I chose. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <that's laughs> this the, is the burden that is, I bear. This is
0: the path I've decided to go
1: down. Yeah. And I'm going to stay on it. Yeah, I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. You, from, a, from someone who cannot right. grow. A respectable mm-hmm. formation of, of facial hair.
0: Yeah. I wish. This is kind of a part of my look. It is a part of your like look. Like glasses, beard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Black. You know what I did yesterday?
1: <laughs> I just skipped <laughs> Those right three. over it. Just... <laughs> oh when I when I talk about this show, uh-huh. when I tell other people about it, I, I usually start by saying uh, uh My friend Octavius and I, we have this podcast. We talk about the philosophy of geek culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, Octavius, my co host on the show, he is, you know, in his mid 30s, black man, devout Christian, married, mm-hmm. father. Mm-hmm. I strike out on all of those things. <laughs> right. I'm not one of them. Yeah. Uh, but we bond over Spider Man. Uh-huh. And, and like, usually that by that point in time, people are like, Oh, I understand what this show is. Oh, okay. You're so you're ah, not black.
0: Yeah, wait. Right. Okay, And, got that, it. and that's All when right, I hit him with
1: the "I'm not black."
0: And they're like, yeah. "Oh, okay, yeah. okay, <laughs> okay." All right, now it's coming together. Mm-hmm. Adam, mm-hmm. since we last spoke, mm-hmm. how have things been?
1: I've been well. Things have been good. Uh, I'm trying to think of the last thing that we talked about, who but knows? Uh, who? Yeah, who knows. I'm very preoccupied right now with my PlayStation 4. Mm -hmm. I'm hanging out with Kratos and Mm Atreus. We're going to get into that a little later. Yes, indeed. Uh, I am extremely excited about tomorrow. Mm -hmm. We're going to get into that a little later. Yeah. The Infinity War begins tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's been a struggle. Mm. But uh, things are great, man. Things are wonderful. Yep. I spoke to uh, uh, a gentleman today who works in this building, came downstairs, and he walked over to my desk, and he looked at uh, uh, the picture of man thing on my desk, and he said, what's with Swamp Thing? And I said, s- I said, you sir, sir. <laughs> how dare you? Yeah, and the, <laughs> the guy who sits across from me rolled. Show some respect. They, the, the man who sits across from me, I shit you not, rolled his chair away, <laughs> left the scene. Because he knew it was coming. But then I made a new friend, so shout out to Ronald. Thank you for uh, coming over and asking me uh, uh, what's up with Swamp Thing. Wow. Uh, and I, I, I hope we all took something away from that engagement. Which is
0: what? It's
1: not Swamp Thing. Yeah. It's Man-Thing. Oh, gee. Man-Tings. Man-Tings.
0: How are yeah. you? I'm doing all right. Yeah? I'm doing well. Um, since we last recorded, mm-hmm. uh, I've been kind of waiting for Infinity War in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know? Um, me too. That's what, that, that's, I, I have a lot. Can you
1: believe we're on the precipice of yeah. that? Like
0: we are here. Yeah. My wife and I have been really trying to catch up on all these Marvel movies. Where are you? We watched Doctor Strange yesterday. How did it hold up? Um, Doctor Strange, like, so watching all of these movies over again in such close succession, boom, 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 boom has really helped me in a couple ways. One, it has helped me to get the story fresh in my mind. Okay, yeah. You know, like I know where the Infinity Stones are. You know, I know what everybody's relationship is. Yeah. I know what's what. But I also can, starting to, I'm honestly starting to get Marvel movie fatigue from watching ah. them over and over and over again, it's kind of like You and James Cameron both.
1: Yeah. Both of y'all. Yeah. James Cameron coming off with the hot take yeah. before he makes six avatar films says, Right, enough with this Marvel fatigue. Make room for <laughs> Avatar. Ewanigahu. <laughs> Let's go back to Pandora. But um, Y'all remember me?
0: <laughs> yeah. And I and I was saying I'm starting I'm starting to kind of get fatigued because a lot of the movies are kind of like like, when you watch them, boom, 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 it's kind of the same movie yeah. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And then you get the Spider-Man, and you're like, oh, this is a little different. You get the Thor Ragnarok, and you're like, whoa, this is way different. You mm-hmm. get the Black Panther, you're like, whoa, this is way different. Yeah. So, it, if anything, it really made me appreciate Thor Ragnarok and Spider-Man all the more. Because sure. they're so different. Sure. You know, and Black Panther is like, it's almost like... You know it's a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but when you go watch the other ones, it's kind of like, where did this movie come from? Yeah, this doesn't even fit the same type of thing. It's so different. Yeah. So it's really made me appreciate Black Panther when Ryan Coogler done has done so much more. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, there's a lot of like Marvel stuff to talk about. Mm -hmm. So let's get into our brown bag. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about what we purchased, what we got. That's right. What's going on? It is Wednesday, and that
1: sound, this sound, it's a brown bag. That is the sound of Brown Bag Day. Happy Brown Bag Day to you, Octavius.
0: Happy Brown Bag Day to you as well, Adam. Internet, shout out to y'all. Happy Brown Bag Day out here. So let's talk about what we got. Um, So
1: every Wednesday, new comic books hit the stands. If you keep up with comics then you're going out on Wednesdays, you're picking up new books. Uh, I I got a short stack, as it were, today. Uh, and one of them is a free book. Of pancakes. One of them is free book, Marvel Rising. Do you get one of these? I did. Uh, Marvel Rising. Looks Zero. like it's got Kamala Khan, America Chavez. Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl's in there. Spider-Gwen. Uh, I don't know much about it, but I'm interested in it. It looks fun. Uh, I picked up Damnation number 4. This is the last one. The last Damnation. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you, it hasn't all been good. Okay. But Man Things on the cover That's all
0: you really care about. It's
1: kind of, they got my number, they know exactly what I'm here for. Man thing. Man thing. Does he
0: play play a good role in the
1: book? No.
0: Man. So, look. You are ridiculous. (laughs)
1: Hold on. (laughs) Like, hold your judgment. You're right, but, uh, let me back this up. Okay. I have a gripe. You know, Man thing being my favorite character, I'm also aware of a couple of of nasty realities here. One, Man-Thing can't hold a book by himself. He just can't. He's got to be teamed up with someone else. In the same way that, like, you need uh, Groot and Rocket Raccoon to have that back and forth, Mm -hmm. you need, in the same way, we'll talk about God of War a little bit later, but Kratos, the character, opens up because his son Keeps nagging him and talking to him and asking him, and him questions. Boy. Otherwise, you just spend time with a guy who's mostly quiet and brooding. So Man Thing needs that sort of treatment. But I, I think they, he keeps getting put in the wrong team. He's like getting lumped into, well, we got to put him in a squad, so let's put him in a squad. He just gets put into the wrong squad, and it's not as good. Squad. Squad. Damnation is okay, but it's not as good as it could be. Um but it's only four issues so I'm I'm not complaining. I picked up Saga 51. God damn, 51. I'm so far behind that book. It's uh I'm I'm excited to keep up with the book, but this book suffers when you read it m- just moment to moment Really? individual issues. Similar Walking Dead is similar. Yeah, yeah, Walking Dead is very much like that because you'll read an issue and it's like okay, nothing happened. Right at all right people talked yes uh and i i do like saga i appreciate it very much but i wish i had the patience to wait around and just pick up the trades if you haven't read saga i think reading the trades is just the best way the big giant books yeah like i i am going to read book two the hardcover john yes yeah yeah that's the way to do it that's definitely the way to do it and then I also picked up terrifics number three mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Lemire and uh here's the thing i I was picking this book up and I was talking to someone next to me and I said part of the reason why I picked this up even though I don't quite know what's going on with it is because the art is gorgeous the, all the pages the artwork are just they're, they're incredible and lo and behold this issue has a new artist well and it ain't that it's still a good book, and I do enjoy it. This is like DC's Fantastic Four uh-huh. with Metamorpho and Plastic Man and Mr. Terrific, and I like that, and I love Jeff Lemire. I, I shout about Jeff Lemire all the time. I, I see you have Jeff Lemire's Gideon Falls, and I'm Accurate. so excited for you to read that. It's so good. I don't know nothing uh, about it. But I, I'm, I'm a bummed. On the third issue of this, we haven't even completed an arc, and on the third issue, they already changed the illustrator. As far as I'm concerned, that changes a lot. The tone of the book is different. Mm-hmm. You know, the characters feel different. I have only had two issues to grow into and settle into the style that they've delivered to me, that they've presented. And then they changed it. Can you imagine if you saw a movie and the first two-thirds of the movie looked like one thing and the last third was a completely different genre? Like Kill Bill? Looked, yeah, Kill Bill is a good example. Kill Bill is a bad example because Kill Bill is great. Yes. So, I guess I can't imagine it, and it's not always bad. Not always. (laughs) Not always. You're watching a movie, and you're like, an anime? (laughs) What the hell? What is going on in this movie? Kill Bill is something else.
0: Yeah. Few people can do what Tarantino does. Right. That is true. We shall see what comes with this next one. What do you have with you? I have Gideon Falls, Jeff Lemire. This was a recommendation per the guys at Brave New Worlds. It's good. I asked. I said, "Hey, what's what's new? What's good around here?" Mm-hmm. Kind of like we were talking about, like trying to find something that's good. That's what's a good call. Yeah. So I picked that up. Issue number one, Jeff Lemire. When I saw the cover at first, I was like, "Eh, I don't know. But then when I opened it up, it looked like the same kind of style. of. Remember when Old Man Logan? Yes. The same kind of feel. Is that the same? It looks like the same illustrator, is it?
1: Uh, it, I think it is. I I think it is, in fact, because it is uh, the same kind of layout, the coloring, everything. It's very similar to Old Man Logan when it came back during Secret Wars. Secret Wars 2, anywhere. Um, One of my favorite things about that book in particular is The End, Whoa! Jeff Lemire writes a letter. I was about to say to the, to, <laughs> How, like in the like in the you know, letters good column. And I'm well. No, I'm not. I'm, the, I'm not defying the congregation, but it, in the letters got column, enough of that going on. L- the, Lemire that. wrote a letter to readers about where this idea comes from, and he's been working on this idea since the beginning of his career, beginning of time, and it took him this long to finally make it. Interesting. I think that's something.
0: All right. I got Hunt for Wolverine number one. Talk to me about this Wolverine. Yeah. There That's are a bunch it. of those books. That's out. it. That's all I have to say.
1: Well, there's, there's the Wolverine book itself, and then this one, Hunt for Wolverine. Wolverine. Okay. Don't we have enough Wolverine? We for a long time we didn't have any Wolverine, and now we have several. What? What's the several? We got Laura Kinney. We got Old Man Logan. Oh no no no! Like this is Wolverine proper. Yeah, but we have several Wolverines. What are you saying right now? We have X twenty three. Okay. She is a Wolverine. She is Wolverine, but she's not Logan. Right. Right. We have old man Logan. Right. We have uh the new John that just came out with Exiles, the like mm-hmm. little anime Chibi right. Bub. I don't right. know what he His I, name's I, Bub. I call him Chibi Bub. That, wow. That, that's what I would be calling because I don't know that's what his a name dope is. Name. Uh so Chibi and, Bub. And so now we have This Wolverine. And the whole angle here is, hey, Wolverine is back. And I'm like,
0: but isn't he all, like, wasn't he back? Well, it all depends on how you look at it. How do you look at it? Well, the way I look at it is I haven't read a Wolverine book that's just about Logan in a long time. It's been Old Man Logan. Mm -hmm. It's been X-23. It's been X-23's Youngling now. Mm -hmm, Or mm -hmm. it's, you know. Honey Badger. yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot of that stuff. But I remember the time where you couldn't go into a comic book store without having a whole row of Wolverine comics. Yeah. And Wolverine has been encased in adamantium for a while now. That's right. First page says Wolverine died, entombed (laughs) in molten adamantium. That was a Charles Sewell, uh, Death of Wolverine. The X-Men took his metal encased body Mm -hmm. and hid it away, keeping its location secret. Okay. But nothing stays buried. It was only a matter of time. Hashtag comic books. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But just, I mean, the dude is encased in adamantium. Yeah. Is his healing factor just killing him and bringing him back to life over and over and over again? It sounds horrifying. Terrible. It sounds horrifying. I mean, I just, like I said, I haven't, like, I, X-23 has been great. Yeah. Like, I love that book. It is a good book. But, yeah, I just want to check out, see what's going on Wolverine.
1: You got to let me know what you think of that, because that is the the arc so many other comic books are going to be taking part in. Uh, the Hunt for Wolverine. And yeah. hey, look, there's a lot of new books All on the right, the Out of Mantium, Weapon Lost, okay. Mystery of Madripoor.
0: Wait a minute. So, so all them Jones. Let, so let me just tell you what happened. <laughs> I just had a moment.
1: <laughs> I just heard a balloon deflate.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, I just went through a couple emotions hmm. right now. Talk me through it. I said, oh, cool, new Wolverine book. Yeah. I'm excited. And then when you flip that book over... I felt like I had just been had. The Hunt for Wolverine kicks off. I felt like I had just been had. In like, these four thrilling series. I thought you were going to give me a good, solid Wolverine story. Come to find out, you got you're going to try to sell me four more books. Mm-hmm. Is this book just a book about selling me books? It's entirely possible.
1: Maybe. This is Maybe this is like a, the new MacBook and you got to get a bunch of different adapters to get the thing that you actually want. <laughs> yeah,
0: I want a story. I want a good Wolverine
1: story is what I want.
0: Well, hopefully
1: that's what you get.
0: Exiles number one. Didn't get a chance to pick this up before. It's got your man Chibi Bub in We got it. my man Chibi Bub. I uh, got Viv. If
1: anybody knows what his name is, please tell Valkyrie. me what his name is.
0: We got uh, not old woman Kamala, but grown woman Kamala. On yeah,
1: there. she she's going by Khan. Okay. Kamala
0: Khan. God! Yeah, she yeah. looks dope, too. And I got Oblivion Song number two. Yeah. Based, Shout out to
1: Philadelphia.
0: Based in... Uh, Comics in Philly. Philly. Have you read Oblivion Song one? Yes. What did you think? I mean, it was good. It's like the first couple minutes of a movie. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Kind of like, this is what's going on. This is the general stakes. Cliffhanger. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Cool. That's I liked it. I thought
1: it, it presented uh, an interesting premise. Right. The, the only thing that I didn't like is... The uh, a lot of the characters in the story seem to really freak out on the protagonist. Protagonist was like, "I miss my brother. I want to save him." Mm-hmm. And the other characters would be like, "Would you shut up about your brother?" And they'd be like, "Oh, just no, let him just grieve, man.
0: To. Just my brother. <laughs> he misses his brother. I wanted to go back and get him."
1: So That's hopefully that plays out well. That's Robert Kirkman. Uh, yes, it uh, is. Walking Dead fame. A, I just like comics in Philly. I wish there were more comics in Philly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to, my friend, Venom, the new trailer. Venom's
0: not in Philly. Venom used to be in Philly. Correct.
1: My favorite version of Venom was in Philly. Agent Venom, right? Agent Venom. Yes. And that was Flash Thompson. Flash Thompson had the Agent Venom thing going on. He was working as a good guy. The symbiote gave him legs, and he had the ability to actually move around and do covert ops. For a time. For a time. Mm -hmm. And then if he didn't get back to the base... Then the symbiote would take over and start wilding out. Yes, it was. It was great. It, uh-huh. it was, you know, he had two hours to get in, get out, do what he had to do. It never went well, but it was a lot of fun. Seems like an interesting way. book. I thought it was a great. Is book. Is it called Agent Venom? Uh, when it first started, it was just Venom, not Agent Venom. You know what year it is? Uh, I want to say this was two thousand twelve,
0: twelve okay. thirteen, maybe. Okay. For those that have Marvel uh, Unlimited, like me. Going it
1: was uh, Rick Remender who was writing it for a time when it first kicked off, and the artist was the... Uh, who was it? Moore, I think his name is. He does uh, a bunch of really good stuff. The, the, first, the first artist that ever did... Tony Moore. Tony Moore. Uh, he's great, and he was the artist on that one when it started. But then when Agent Venom moved to Philadelphia, that was a little bit later down the line. It didn't last, but I still liked it. But now... Flash, flash forward to 2018, we have a trailer for the Venom movie. Yep. Lo and behold, Venom is in it. Yeah. It was the first time we had a look at this. No, no Venom. Correct. It was just uh, Tom Hardy <laughs> talking and laying down for the most part.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you seen Don't the trailer?
1: Yes, I have. What do you think?
0: Uh, you go first. <laughs> oh yeah, give me give, give me your thoughts. That's oh, some uh, judo. I'd rather <laughs> not quite, but yeah, I'm just interested to in hearing where your what your what your thoughts are on it. Okay, uh, I have a few thoughts.
1: the The first thing I will say is I like the casting. Jenny Slate, a comedian, she's really funny. I don't know who she plays in the movie, but she's it's surprising to see Jenny Slate in this movie. Okay, I like that. Riz Ahmed, I like that. Riz Ahmed is playing uh, the antagonist. I didn't even recognize that he was in the
0: movie until this trailer.
1: Yeah, didn't know he was in the movie either. I like him a lot. Uh, Tom Hardy, of course, I love Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling that. The vibe of this trailer makes me think that this movie looks like it would fit into the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. Why is what? What about the vibe gives you that? So you know how we were talking about you watching all of the Marvel Universe movies, yeah, and you can clearly see how things have changed recently, yes, and they're more fresh right It's a different take right this doesn't feel like that. The trailer for Venom has motorcycle stunts uh-huh that feels like triple X kind of thing
0: that's your favorite that's your favorite movie. This is
1: my favorite movie, State of the Union uh, it's got uh you know the cool, slimy black. Venom suit and the Mm -hmm. teeth and all that reminds me a little bit of like Spawn, Blade, like it's it's a little horror-y, comic-y it's like the, the trailer gives me this aesthetic that doesn't fit in with current comic book movies, because right now we have Black Panther, we have Homecoming, we have Thor Ragnarok, these things are amazing, it is a fresh take on the genre, and this one doesn't seem to match that tone for me So I I don't know. I'm it feels like a step backwards. I'm I'm not necessarily excited about it.
0: Yeah. And looking at the trailer, I was kinda like, okay. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm not particularly like moved one way or the other. I know there's a lot of people who are like, oh man, they showed Venom and he looks just like Venom. It's like, well, what did you what did you expect him to look like? (laughs) I mean mean, they could in, in everyone's defense they can always mess that stuff up. You remember the first time we got Deadpool in a movie? Right, but the, the mentality was kind of like, I saw a lot of negativity about the trailer. Sure. And I'm not gonna go see this movie or s- just stuff like that. And I'm like, man, it's it's Venom. It's mm-hmm. a Venom movie. Mm-hmm. It's not a part of the MCU. Um, or it is or it isn't. We don't exactly we know. We don't even know. It's a Sony thing. Yeah. And I think a lot of us are, at least for me, I'm kind of emotionally detached yeah. from this character because yeah. they're not connected to anything mm-hmm. and he represents something that is connected yeah. so you're kind of like an orphan mm-hmm. you know what i mean just mm-hmm. kind of out there doing whatever and we're all getting ramped up for infinity war yeah and here comes little old venom talking about we are venom and it's like come on man infinity gauntlet we got infinity yeah. stones <laughs> yeah, right. where's the sixth stone at i'm not worried about what y'all talk about over there that's a good point point. and you haven't shown me anything interesting other than tom Hardy with. The Venom costume on, mm-hmm. but with the the Venom CGI. So there was nothing really special about that trailer. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that the story. There's nothing I saw about the story that made me go, "Oh wow, this seems interesting." Yeah, like when you see, like we both seen The Quiet Place. Have you seen A Quiet Place? Not yet. Oh man, I would I would, I would love to. I would love to. Let me be quiet. But the concept of a Quiet Place is like, hmm, it's original, interesting. Yeah, you know. When I see Tom Hardy, it's like, yeah, I read this comic book already. Sure. I saw this this that episode of the cartoon already. Yeah. And it's not a matter of like, I don't know if I'm going to see it. Of course I'm going to go see it. Sure. I'm definitely going to go see it. I'm going to go see it opening, opening night, Thursday, like every other movie. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of us having conversations about stuff being really, really good... Mm-hmm. That just doesn't strike me as something that's going to be really good.
1: I I think that's a good point. The fact that Infinity War comes out tomorrow has so distracted me from any tiny little thing that isn't the same scope. And as far as I'm concerned right now, I'm in a situation where I'm comparing these movies, whether that's a good thing or not, I'm comparing these movies for something and if it's not original and it's not like touching, like pushing my buttons and getting me excited, right. then it's not doing the job. The thing that I got really tripped up on, and many people uh, did uh, ha- had the same hesitation, is Jenny Slate in the movie, uh, in the trailer, says symbiote uh-huh. twice. Uh huh. Symbiote. Uh huh. She pronounces it kind of funny. And for me, it's like, that's sort of a flagrant signal that this is not interpreting. The how do you thing say it? symbiote or symbiote?
0: And I don't it, know how to say that. I see. Well, as, well that's a good point. We all have been as a kid. It for as years. a
1: kid, I've voice says symbiote yeah. or no symbiote. I just said it wrong. Is what I'm saying. Who yeah. knows how to say it anyway? But like the way that she says it sounds odd, and it sounds like someone trying to say a comic book thing, and immediately sounds not believable. Okay, which takes me out of it, you know. Imagine uh, a courtroom drama. Imagine a show like Scandal. Okay, and then suddenly, which uh, is over now, right? Which is which is over. Yeah, completed. And then somebody somebody comes out. Kerry Washington says the person who is uh, actually at fault for all of these things is Thanos, and you're like, whoa, what? That came out of nowhere. I don't buy. This is not in the same universe. So when Jenny Slate says, "She's saying she sounds like Michael B. Jordan in Black Panther." In the-
0: <laughs> Hi, Auntie. <laughs> <laughs> no, It's just the easy. It was an easy joke.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, not like not quite like that. My thing is, symbiote sounds weird. It's pronounced weird. It made me like do a double take. Like, what? Did no one listen back to that and say, "Is that really how you say it?" Mean, that? That'd be even... like somebody saying Majolnier. Like, hey, Whoa. Thor, you need your Majolnir. And I'd be like, yo, that is. Was it that deep? Was it that For serious? me, it was, yeah. Yeah, for me, it was. But you know, you're struggling to say it now. I don't even go- know how to say it. <laughs> well, that's good. I would, I've been symbiote, poisoned. Symbiote? I've been poisoned by the symbiote. symbiote. Yeah. Symbiote. It crept into my system. It, it, mex- it messed with my lexicon. Are you no, going to go see right. this movie? Yeah yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna see it because I am a co host of comic book junto. Not because I'm
0: particularly You're excited gonna go see it, it if you wanna co host Comic Book Junto. I'm not very excited about it though. The symbiote. are you disappointed by it? Are you upset by it? Are you frustrated? I'm unmoved. Okay. Unmoved. Okay.
1: Yeah. Motorcycle stunts though. My man flies on off a
0: street in a motorcycle. Yeah, I don't really understand what's going on. That's some Vin Diesel stuff. It seems like it might be I don't know. I, that's one of those things where I was like, "Okay, I'll see you in the theater." Mm-hmm. You know, is that come out this year? October six. Yeah, I'll yeah. see you in the theater. Well, yeah. you know, that's the last I'll look at it. Sure. I won't be revisiting that. I won't be watching any more trailers. Mm-hmm. I hope it's good. The word is the bad guy is going to be Carnage,
1: and that Carnage will be played by uh, what's his face. He's in uh, uh, the new Solo movie. White guy. Um, he's in
0: the last uh, the guy Games who plays movie. Solo. No. no, oh, no, no, you're no. talking about um, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. That's it. He, then... Woody Harrelson's going to come out sounding like he's going to do the. Yeah, he's going to be Cletus Cassidy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's my understanding. I know there was conversation about uh, back in the day Jim Carrey playing. I Carnage. could absolutely see, but Jim I just Carrey. don't think this movie is going to be Jim Carrey. Is it crazy to say like worthy? Mm. It, I, it doesn't seem mm-hmm. like it doesn't seem like the stakes and the effort that are put into this movie are going to be like really calling for some like some heavy lifting when it comes to acting. It's just so so. Yeah. It's whatever. Anyway, on to something we're more excited about now wake us up a bit. Yeah. God of War. Yeah. Playstation four. Yes. You got God of War. Mm-hmm. You told me you got God of War. I, I said, Oh, word that thing dropped? Yeah. I wouldn't got God of War. And then what happened? And I stayed up till three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> playing God of War. Yeah, when's the last time that you just gamed all night like that? It has a, It's been a very long time. Sure. Sure. Yeah. My daughter's sleeping through the night, so I was good. How are you enjoying it? I'm enjoying it very much. God mm-hmm. of War is one of my favorite games back in the day. Like, th- th- these are my types of games. Like, you know, online games that are like kind of respawn games. Yeah. I just haven't put the hours into that genre of gaming to get the full amount of joy out of it. I completely get that. Because it's just like, I'm not, I I haven't invested in this. So this is a single player experience you can actually enjoy. God of War 1, God of War 2, like all of that stuff. Those are my favorite games on PlayStation. Puzzle solving, hand-to-hand combat, leveling up your character. And that, appreciation expanded out into the uncharted games yeah. and the Batman games yeah. like all of those kinds of games like that's that's game that's stuff I get excited about mm-hmm. you know the spider-man game that's coming out in September looks so good all of the like that's that's my kind of thing yeah so um how much
1: time have you put in the got of work so far
0: it's been weird because I don't really get a whole lot of chances to just sit and play for a long period of time yeah because You know, I do have a family, and I want to be present. Yeah. And it's not like my kid is up all night. Sure. So while my kid is up, I want to be in there, in her face, smiling, holding her, talking to her, kissing her, all that kind of of stuff. Instead of directing your
1: attention somewhere else. Yeah.
0: Sometimes we watch Craig from the Creek together. I've said that before. Yeah. Sometimes we watch cartoons, and she gets excited. So that's fun. Yeah. But, you know... I don't, and also because my wife and I have been watching all the Marvel movies, yeah. that time that I would spend. So I get it in here and there. You yeah. know? I put it on you know, like rest mode mm-hmm. and turn something on. and Then I'll come and play a little bit. So I've been playing a little bit every day. So it sounds like you're further along than I am. I'm not so sure because I,
1: I have also not gotten that much time. I, I'm in Alfheim elves doing called. stuff, dark elves and light elves doing stuff. Um. That's
0: the, the as, world. Snake just came.
1: Yeah. Or That's yeah. cool. That is so cool. I I love that this is the the Nordic realm. So there's a lot I don't understand. Gods.
0: Spoilers for God of War on PlayStation Four. Mm. Um. There's a lot I don't understand because mm-hmm. last I left Kratos, like why? Where where are the Blades of Chaos? Well, so that's what's so interesting How to we, me. It seems like you were in Greek. God, and he's in a new realm and now, now. You're in Norse God area. Yeah. We're talking about Thor and this and that, Ragnarok and Odin, and so it's kind of just like yeah. And this and like that, that axe is very Mjolnir ish. Very, you throw it and. <sighs> It comes back to
1: you. It's and- so satisfying, right? Yeah. Like tossing that thing and then coming to, getting it back. It's so satisfying. Yeah. They, they, I'm really interested in the way that this game feels different and familiar at the same time. Because the old God of War games were fixed camera angle. It was very cinematic. Yeah. Because you couldn't control the camera angle. You right. used like your sticks so you're fighting. Yeah, You know, it was like dual sticks and mm-hmm. uh, the Blades of Chaos made it so you could just juggle people. Right. Forever. Yeah. And, you know, it was all about that. This is far more intimate. It's a little bit more like Uncharted. It's Mm -hmm. a little bit more like Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, it's very dialogue story focused. Yes, it's about. It seems to me. It seems to be about Kratos softening up as a parent boy, as as someone who has lost his wife. The the beginning of the game. The premise of the game is you know the the mother of your child is gone. Yeah, and and who is who is
0: the mother of your child? Unclear. I have ideas. Sure that I don't know necessarily want to say on the pod but mm-hmm. have ideas about who she is yeah. we, we if you've played the plus games you know who kratos is Yeah. and that gives you an idea of who artemis atreus atreus who atreus is and or what could that be anyway. what could be or what that could mean for him and yeah. all that kind of stuff so i'm re- it's it's like i'm playing a movie yeah. i like that feeling of life beautiful the one thing that has been taking some getting used to is the actual fighting. The combat is it, tough. Yeah, because I'll get my ass handed like to I'm you. like you, you've got the the two right triggers yeah. are your weapons at least at this point, and then you've got a button that ho- you hold to to aim with the axe, and a button that you hold for your shield. Yeah, and these these foes are coming at you and throwing stuff at you and coming up out the ground and shooting down from places, mm-hmm. and you know then you've got. What is his name? Atreus. Atreus who's boy shooting arrows and
1: all this kind of stuff. That's one of the helpful mechanics. I think the fact that you don't need to worry but you could listen back to old episodes and I was complaining about, I don't want to hang with this kid. I don't want this kid to it's get in son. the way. I don't want this kid. Yeah, it's your son. that's fine. Get out of here. Be a good M- father. M- M- I mean, get out of here. I, I, have, I have gods to slay, I have business to tend to. Right. That's what got you in this mess. In the but first in this, place. <laughs> it's very much what got Kratos in this mess. But in this game, uh, Atreus fends for himself and offers you support. So yeah. when you get in a bind, you press the square button and he, he launches an arrow and it interrupts attacks. It makes things, you know, softens up bad guys so you can just focus on some other stuff. I love that mechanic. And what I've found is the upgrading system is so robust yeah. and complex. Hard to know where to even go. That I Yeah, I haven't been sure what to do, so I put a lot of points into Atreus. So he can just support me. So when I'm fumbling around, like, I don't know what I'm doing.
0: So at least he's landing some shots. I put a lot of points into me. Yeah. Like Atreus. Now, here's my question. How do you feel about Kratos' relationship with Atreus so far? I'm very early in the game. As a father, and me seeing Kratos interact with his son, it's like, huh, Hmm. this is interesting. Yeah. Because I feel like I've kind of grown with Kratos over a handful of years, yeah. And you know what he's been through and what he's come from, and this this is a guy who's been betrayed, 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 fooled, fooled, fooled over and over again. And it makes sense that he would have a very kind of you know just like upset, frowning, scowling. Sure, he's a big, hulking, muscular, frowning dude. Yeah, and he's got this son. Who he's just hard on. He's mm-hmm. hard on him, you know. And part of me is like, "Yo, Kratos, chill out, man!" Like, yeah. and to hear his son is like, "Did I do a good job?" You lack resolve. Yeah, and you're like, "That's very much." Krat- get, get a give the kid a compliment. Like, yeah. give him something. Like you're just being so rough on this dude. Yeah. And at the same time, it's. It's weird. It starts making me think like, Dad, what kind of father am I going to be? Like, Because you have baggage, Kratos. You have Mm -hmm. baggage, Octavius. Mm -hmm. You bring this stuff into your parenting. There's a lot that I can see in Kratos being like, you're not strong enough. You need to be better. I need to be hard on you. So if I'm hard on you, you will be resilient and tough enough. So when a giant troll comes... You know, you, like, if I can make you—did you get to the point yet where he's kind of, like, hitting me and slapping his hands away? Yeah. And it's like, if I can make you that mad by slapping your hands around, what are you going to—like, you can't keep your cool. Yeah. And I and I, and I I understand what he's doing, but at the same time, it's like, like, just, you just—that's not—I don't think you're really helping this kid.
1: Yeah. Has any of that stuff crossed your mind as you've been playing it? Yeah, it has. It, my expectation of the the arc of this story is— we're going to see the way that Kratos is affected by the presence of his son, uh-huh. how his son sort of softens him up and makes him a little more vulnerable and understand right. that there's more to life than just tearing the jaws of a Minotaur wide open. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I, I think back to the way that these games were made and the audience it was made for when they first started coming out. I loved God of War games, but it is undeniable that those were the like most macho, super, masculinity, yeah. kill, 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 screw, screw, screw. I mean, the nudity being in there, the mini yeah. games of the sex. Yeah. You know, like all that stuff was very clearly saying like, dudes, we know what you want and this is it, God of War. The fact that this game is not called God of War 4 or 5 or whatever, is God of War and it's out in 2018 and it's about a man trying to find a different version of maturity. I think that's fascinating. Not just the story of growing up and having... A son or a daughter or a child, and and understanding more about the world because you have that that person to take care of, but also the the world at large as far as the video games go. Like this this video game seems to have grown up in the way that I have because I've grown up and become more mature. Right. I'm not so easily satisfied by the kill, kill, kill. There's nudity in this game. Hell yeah, this one is like it wants me to slow down. It wants me to understand that when I kill something. It means something. Uh-huh. It feels like Last of Us in that way. Hmm. You know, the violence seems, in one side, obviously entertaining and and fulfilling to, to engage in, but at the same time, is very much about survival as opposed to just absolute recreational carnage.
0: Yeah, and the idea of Kratos being... Like, I've never seen Kratos... Consider it. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've never seen him he has to talk to his son about it. And I see him go like there's there's a couple scenes, like I said, like it's it's it evokes some emotion. There's a couple scenes where his son and he wants to like go to like touch him to mm. like comfort him and he reaches towards him and then he pulls back. He resists. And I'm almost like, yo, I feel bad for this guy. Yeah. I feel bad for him because he wants to be a loving father, yeah, but he doesn't know how, yeah, he doesn't know how to do it, I mean, but the the parts where he's a lot more action oriented there's a part where this big giant thing comes out, and Kratos go and he goes to grab his son and bite him. Mm-hmm. Kratos throws his arm in the thing's mouth, he's getting his arm chomped. you know what I'm yeah. saying without without thinking twice, boom, I'm in there, and he's like slaying this thing mm-hmm. when it goes to comfort his son, he's like, uh. I don't know how to – and like you're saying, this idea of masculinity and manhood and what it means to be a man, what it means to be a father, this dude's version of manhood is like you said. But do you know how to raise a man? Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder what that's – I wonder how other people are taking it. Um, I don't know if Kratos makes it out of this – this game alive. I have, I have that feeling. I have a feeling like this reminds me of some
1: other things. Movies about old X-Men. Yeah. And I just don't know if he's going to survive. Maybe. I hope he does for the sake of the franchise because this game... I'm only a few hours into this game and it already feels very special. Yeah. So I hope it doesn't go away. Um, I Yeah, I have that same expectation... And I'm, like, saying my prayers now. Like, grieve
0: and be ready because it's going to come to you.
1: I mean, you got to think, Kratos
0: has been doing this for a long time. Like,
1: he, I mean, you remember in a previous game he, when they threw, like, he, he was impaled. And he has
0: a scar yeah, in this game yeah. through his back and his chest. Yeah. Like, he, he, he killed his wife and his yeah, kid. And his kid. Like, he walks around with the ashes of them on his body at all times. That's why he's white. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. a disturbed dude, yeah. and if he can get to a point where he's able to like complete this task of taking these ashes and to the top of this mountain, which you know leads me to believe that these ashes have some there's something special about that. Yeah, and again, spoilers, spoilers for God of War. There's a part where Kratos goes, "Your mother taught me how to take them, take care of them." He goes, "Oh, it's just funny about me thinking about mom teaching you something." It made me go okay, mom's somebody special. Yeah. Like mom didn't teach a god or a demigod. You don't just teach a demigod something. Yeah, In taking these ashes, like there's something to that. There's there's yeah. some reveal that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's a certain point where Kratos would be, like, at least for me, and I'm going to get off this topic, as a father, now more and more, I find myself having these weird thoughts, Adam, which you might have to bear with me a little bit and just okay. kind of like help even help me through it uh-huh. it's kind of like man i'm gonna die someday mm. i'm gonna die like and i and i was walking around this morning and i was like man i really don't even care what happens to me mm. i just care about my wife and my daughter there's a large part of me that's like i want to make sure they're okay i want to make sure i do my part and my life has changed from me to provide protect prepare yeah you know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, and that's a I'm not morbidly thinking about dying all the time, sure, but I think about <laughs> this is a weird thought and it's kind of like in my own head, like if it's like if i'm if I was on my deathbed, let's say something happens to my kidney or something like that, and something bad happens to me, but my daughter and my wife are okay, I'm like, all right I'm out, I'm good, I'm mm-hmm. good to go I'm whatever I got I gotta go cool like, mm-hmm. but are they good, are they okay mm mm-hmm. I can go, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not like, but I didn't get to be number one on the iTunes charts, man. Is are are those two girls okay? Yeah, everybody, y'all got them because I'm I'm out. They all right? Okay, I'm good to go. And I think, and I know I'm bringing a lot to a video game, but this is kind of so.
1: But like well, that, well, that's an interesting thing to put forward because you know I'm I'm playing this game as a guy who doesn't have kids, right? Uh, and um, I can understand the emotional tether and and influence mm-hmm. that Kratos' child has on him. And, right. and I, I see the way that that's working within this fiction. Um, but I, with what you just said, I think about that, and I think, am I okay to die? Do I think about mortality? If I was brought to a place in which I I, I was... Facing my own mortality and, and the possibility that I will pass, would I think like I'm, I'm afraid? I'm ready to go, something like that. And the the reality is, is I don't have a legacy right now. I don't have a child legacy. Right. I don't have the legacy of like my lineage or you know my sire or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I will. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure if I will have children in my in my life. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean for my preparedness to leave the earth? Will I never be ready? Because my priorities are different. The only person I have to protect is me. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, I don't even know how to answer that question. The only thing that I could say is, you know, the only person I'm worried about is my family uh, and and my partner. Right. To make sure that she is taken care of. But I don't have the same effect. I, I don't have Zuri, you know? Right. And so, like, I don't have someone
0: to to carry on beyond me. Mm-hmm. Not present. It's a sobering thing because it's not like no, it's not like, man, I'm I I'm I I'm good to to go, but sure. there is an aspect, even as you're as I'm playing the game, I'm kind of like as a you know, we watch, we we read stories, look at stories, watch stories all the time. Yeah. So we start to have taste on storytelling. Yeah. And as I'm thinking about Kratos, I'm kind of like, I can imagine there's a point where he's kind of like yeah, this isn't really about me anymore. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. All like, this I've, fighting, I've ha- I'm, I'm, I've done it. Yeah, this is about you. Yeah, you know, and I don't. I think he's wrestling, like, At least where I'm at in the game, we'll check back in Comic Junto. But the where I'm at in the game, he's kind of like. We must get this to the mount- to the top of the mountain. It's probably not about getting it to the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. The journey is the destination. Yeah. This is an opportunity. It w- Whoa, maybe the whole point is yo, Kratos, take this kid to this top of the mountain and, b- and bond with this guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when you get to the top, you know. You recognize that it really isn't about getting these ashes to the top of the mountain. It's about you going on this trip with your son.
1: Could be anything. I mean, there are other quirks in this, w- including the fact that Kratos very, very, very desperately seems to be hiding his past from his. Sun.
0: Yeah, we don't see his wrists. Yeah, and w- like w- w- we, in the
1: very beginning of the game when he's chopping down that tree and and the uh, bandages come off, mm-hmm. he wraps it. He stops and he looks at his wrist where the chains used to be. Right, and he re-wraps the bandages. Clearly, he's got that connection but other people don't know about it and it appears that he's hiding out in the Nordic realm right some people just go to Florida my man nah. <laughs> like some people just go like to Mexico to escape themselves you go to Odin's crew my, my man went to a different mythology <laughs> he left his gods he, he done killed him and then went to a different mythology and he, he doesn't want people to know who he is right and there you may or may not have met this character yet but someone does know right met that character and
0: Well, did I? Maybe I
1: did. The, yeah. So, and and he realized that this person exposes that. Atreus doesn't realize that his dad is a god. Yeah, he doesn't even know that. Right. And that's you know what what does he have to do? Does he need to be at peace with his past? Yeah. Like what how what does he have to do to be content with who he is now? And I he think can't even read Nordic symbols. He doesn't even understand what's going on with Odin. Right.
0: Atreus is teaching him. Right. And there's a lot of that stuff that I think about, like in my family and like a lot of Black families. It's this isn't everybody, but it's a lot of stuff where I remember talking to my mom recently, being like, "Yo, Grandpa, so and so and so, what was this about him?" And she was like, "Oh, well, it's like this." And I'm like, "No, no, 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 explain it to me. Like, mm-hmm. like, talk to me like I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, break it down for me." Well, you know, it's just like everything else. I was, I had to be like, "Hold up, back up." I want you to talk to me like I don't know this person because mm-hmm. in a lot of ways I have a like a, a very young version of him. Mm-hmm. I wasn't this age when he was alive. He's past now. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff I don't know and how a lot of stuff from the past affects the way you act now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like Kratos not sharing that, what kind of effect is that going to have? This is a very comfortable Junto conversation. Yeah, man. All from, what, two hours of playing a video game? Yeah, just from a video game. And, it, and
1: already, just, just a couple of hours, I already know something. There's something special about this experience.
0: Yeah. But uh, I'm I mean, I'm it doesn't excited. get 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10 for no reason. Right, right, right. It's definitely meaningful. Yeah. How often does that happen? Last of Us? I think Last of Us,
1: Um. Uh. the, the most recent Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, uh-huh. 10 out of 10 for sure. Was it 10 out of 10 for you? Yes,
0: yeah. Really? Yeah. Was it storyline or was it just gameplay or both or what?
1: Uh, storyline in Legend of Zelda is never a particular strength, right? Um, which is not to say that it's a weakness either. It's just not the same emotional thing. It, you know, it's not. It's not touching me in the same way that Joel and uh, uh, Ellie, Ellie it had that effect, right? It's something else entirely. And it's more about, for me, it's more like pure video games. If a video game can do anything in the world, what do you want it to do? I want it to be fun and escapism and make me feel special and important and the characters are memorable and it looks cool and it's fun to play. It's like all of that perfected. We nailed it. It's done. Nobody else can do it as well as this. Here it is. And that's what Breath of the Wild was. But it's not for the same, like, tearjerker story. It's not quite that. Right. Still good. It's not the same. Different dish, is what it is, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, do you give Man Thing ten out of ten in any of his comic books? Ooh, ooh.
1: Conceptually, ten out of ten. All right. The make the concept no, is a ten no, out of ten. The no. execution has never really reached those. <laughs> has it reached? It, what, what has it reached? It was, <laughs> out of ten, what's the top level? Yeah, oh, I, I don't know why you need to test my metal. Fair like enough. This. All right. So, let's go on to Marvel (laughs) and Avengers and all of this good stuff. Infinity War comes out tomorrow, which poses a problem. Yes. We have a comic book podcast. We're out here talking about comic book news. I can't go on any of my websites confidently and know that I won't have Infinity
0: War spoiled. You better be careful out there. How?
1: Because you have
0: to train yourself. How you got to train yourself to teach show me how to duck <laughs> what, what what does the blackout
1: congregation do to avoid spoilers ahead of the movie?
0: Well, first of all, I want to talk about what's actually going on out here, right? So Forbes, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing, Forbes? If you don't know, Forbes put out a
1: piece about the movie, internet with spoilers,
0: internet. I haven't read it, obviously, because y'all know how I live my life. Mm -hmm. However, I have heard on the streets, which is the internet, that Forbes put out an article with every single spoiler in the movie. Why would they do this? Now, the Russo brothers, Thanos demands, Marvel, and Thanos himself has requested and demanded that people not spoil the movie. Yeah. So now not only has Forbes put out every spoiler in the movie, but now trolls who just enjoy spoiling things yeah. are now going around and spoiling things in the various places in the internet. Setting just traps. To be jerks. Yeah. Yeah. They're setting traps. What is like this this is like this is beyond hey, blackout congregation, stay black. Cover your ears. Cover your eyes. Have your earphones ready. Heads down. Is this like a more militant version of the blackout congregation? This, like this is like, yo, you want to fight?
1: Oh, man. like
0: what you do? Like it's disrespectful. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like if I was the Russo brothers, if I, if I was Marvel, I'd be like, so you're just gonna disrespect us? Mm-hmm. It, this isn't a mistake. You're just. Have you ever seen a movie or a movie studio spend money to market? Please don't spoil this. They spent money. Yeah. Like, no one spends money to say, look, guys. Yeah. Do us a solid. Look, Comic Book didn't get press passes.
1: No. Well, a lot of local journalists and people who are covering this sort of stuff normally... No press passes. Nothing. They didn't even have the event. Nothing. They have the red carpet out in LA, I think in New York as well. They have a few events here and there. No, they're not treating this the same way because it's so important to them that people experience this in the theater themselves. And that's... Man, that sucks. You look. Some people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. Joker.
0: Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get why you would do that. Like Whoever the writer is, it's really just like middle finger to that person you know mm-hmm. what I mean like what's good with you like why mm-hmm. like what's going on in your heart what's going on in your mind like what kind of person are you like you have to have known if you went to the movie because mm-hmm. you had to have get, been given a press pass mm-hmm. you you know they said hey please don't do this because mm-hmm. we heard it they had, I mean, multiple times they said it yeah it reached us so if you're in the theater you gotta believe they're like no no you know you probably signed an NDA or something like something. That, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you remember how that joint
1: was at Black Panther. We had to put our cell phones in bags. Yeah, you know that whole. It, it's like that to the nth degree. They're, they're way more serious. So
0: that's why those. I'm like, oh, so you want to fight? Yeah. Like you, you just you wanna to di- You're just gonna spit in our face, huh? You're just gonna step right on my sneakers and just. How look did me you in find out eye. about the Forbes article? Um, John Campia. Um I think he tweeted something or like yeah. there was a you know just something like hey man you know it it was really it was really him being like watch out yeah watch out mm-hmm. like I'm just letting you know and you know I went to the Facebook group and I was like yo guys watch out be careful of this article cuz and you know you shouldn't be reading articles anyway but mm-hmm. this is even deeper so yeah. what well, I mean well, I don't know. I just said a lot. What do you think? Well, I'm, I'm in a similar position. I, I don't know what to do
1: given that I use Twitter on the daily. I'm on my Facebook, uh, comicbook.com, Polygon, Variety, wh- whatever. I mean, all of those websites have nonstop content and coverage about Infinity War. And every single time I even see the phrase or a screenshot of the movie, I get this m- moment where I'm like, <gasps> what if I'm about to spoil it? Not worth it. We got to shut it down. Just log off of everything. I can't even check my timeline. I have damn near 24 hours until I see the movie and I'm afraid to live those 24 <laughs> hours. I need to be like a shut-in tomorrow.
0: Well, here's what here's what I I do, mm-hmm. right? I was talking to Kenny about this earlier. Simba Sparks, you know, shout out to fr- you. Friend of the Junto, Kenny Sparks. Um, and I was saying like... When I'm scrolling, I'm recognizing things that are close to what could be Infinity War. Interesting. And I'm already, you know how you can see something, but you can't really see it until you sh- like zoom in, mm-hmm. like your eyes got to go ch- 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 kind of like zoom in on it and you have to re- your brain has to do a little work to register it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So what I do is I just, this is sound, might sound weird. I don't do the work. Uh-huh. So if it even halfway, you know how something you'd be like, was that Infinity War? And you kind of pull back down and say, oh, it was. I don't play that. Yeah. I don't do that. Yeah, I, I feel If you. it even looked, because, and also here's another thing. I don't know if you know this, but I learned this from becoming a designer. Mm-hmm. We don't read words. We recognize shapes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you don't actually read... I in, infinite. You don't do that. You can spell a lot of words completely incorrectly,
1: but certain letters being in the right place mean that you recognize right. the
0: word. So it's the same thing. If it even halfway feels like it might be Infinity War, I'm gone. Yeah. You know? So a lot of it is just being quick to look away, being quick to not even entertain things. Yeah. And also, I mean, I'm just avoiding unnecessary stuff. I did the preparation for this podcast. Outside of that, I'm staying off of it. Yeah. I already got my tickets. I already got my seats. Yeah. Um, does this movie feel different than you know doing all of these same tactics for any other movie? Um, it's funny. It doesn't is because I do this with everything, so maybe I'm a little extreme in the first place, you know, in comparison to other folks. Mm -hmm. But this doesn't feel like a whole lot of extra work. So a lot of people are like, oh, man, I got to really watch out. And I'm looking at them like, what you been doing? Like, (laughs) you know, like, what have you been doing? Like, have you been flirting with it? Because I don't. Yeah. Like, if I'm not going to go look at anything else, I'm not going to go look at anything else. Yeah. So someone has to go out of their way. Now, I was at Philly Flavors the other day, and I saw... Like a friend, and I said, Yeah, I already got my tickets for Infinity Ward. He turned around and went, And I turned, and I said, Ah, like he didn't even get a chance to get it out. Like I saw his eyes get big and I saw his chest yeah, move up yeah. and his you mouth open. Yeah, you just opened. recognize that he's about to say, and I was like, something. I d- don't, don't say anything. He's like, Well, you read the comics, right? I was like, Stop. And he goes, Well, I just want to stop it. No, stop, stop, stop. Don't, nothing. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm walking out. I'm leaving. It's like, No, I don't know anything. I was just going to say, Don't, nope, nothing. I don't want to know.
1: Yeah. So, Look, if you're listening to this episode right now and you are the person who always says, I just want to say, no, I'm not going to spoil it. I just want to look, just listen to the person when they say, please don't tell me anything and then do that. Don't say anything. Just say, okay, okay, okay. Not bad. That's it. Just say that. Back, but just back down, because I have a lot of friends who think they're doing no harm, and they're just, no, no, it's not Respect a spoiler. my agency. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not a spoiler, because it's in the trailer. It's not a spoiler, because it was in the I book. I haven't it's seen not the trailers. So, you know, the, the, that is a thing where someone wants so dearly to validate what they're going to say is not a spoiler. But the reality the reality is, it, it doesn't matter. The, the person who has asked you not to spoil anything is really saying... Uh please care for my experience and just don't tell me anything at all. Regardless of what you think about it, just don't say anything. Don't say change the subject. I don't talk e- about Kanye West. Change the subject. All I know is that Go to the sunken place. There's a
0: there's 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 a rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't wanna know I yeah, I don't wanna know what the rating I know. is. And I really at this point Unless the know. rating is six one six, I don't wanna know. <laughs> wow. Um at this point, I really don't know anything. I don't, yeah, I've been able to really avoid any takes at all. Mm-hmm. Any kind of like, <gasps> yo, I got to tell you. Like, I don't have any of that in my system. Nothing, none of it. That's good. So, making sure I have my, my, my Beats X earphones charged, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, record. We've recorded this podcast. There's no need for me to go look at any of these websites anymore. Because every time I go on YouTube or anything like that, Review. Wall to wall. Review. 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 I mean, my phone's even buzzing. Review. Like, no, I don't want to. Who's reading this? Who is reading? If you're listening to Comic Book Junto, are you actually reading these reviews? Some people are. Are you watching these reviews? Some
1: people are. Do you
0: love yourself?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I know people who get, maybe the word is anxious, get anxious over an experience. Kind of like. I don't want to be scared of a horror movie. I want to know what's going to happen, so I'll soften it for myself. I know some people who do that. They'll they'll go out of their way to read what is going to happen so they have that knowledge and then go to see the experience. Oh, I don't want that. But it's kind of like, uh, in my mind, it's like dampening the possible experience that you can have. Yeah. You know? I I don't know. I don't know. All I know is Thursday night, I have a ticket. I'm going to see the movie. Correct. You're going to see the movie. Correct. We are
0: going to get together and do a one-shot as soon as possible. Ten years. And, yeah, ten years in the making. Ten years in the making. Yeah. And there's a lot of conversation about what's coming next.
1: I don't even want to speculate. Yeah. We will t- have that conversation afterward. Right. Don't give me no Ready Player One. Make this a different experience for me, please, God. <laughs> I need this to be. Are you a, talking to Russo a, Brothers and calling God? I, yeah, I am right now. I mean, they, the power is in their hands right now, in their in their shiny gold gauntlet. I'm, I I want this experience to be a good one. I'm very excited. Yeah, very excited.
0: There is a video out there. That's like I think it's on Screen Junkies on YouTube. It's a 15 minute like recap of the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. So if you want to do some recaps in preparation, if you want to do a quick like boning up on where the story is, there's this YouTube uh site called Movies and Minutes. And what you can do is you can go on there and you can watch a four-minute video that pretty much breaks down what happened in each one of the movies. So you can go from Iron Man up to Black Panther I'm pretty sure, and watch the like four minute movies to recap. And then That's there's great. A Screen Junkies video that kind of walks you through all of the different movies. That's great. So I'm pretty, like I said, it's all pretty fresh in my mind. And, you know, looking forward to seeing 10 years worth of movies kind of come all together. Yeah, I'm really excited. Tell me about this next thing. What's going on with, with Apu? Okay.
1: Uh, are you familiar with a guy named Hari Kondabalu? No. Hari Kondablu is, I'll take the roundabout way of explaining. Hari Kondablu is a comedian. He is uh, a, a South Asian comedian. He jokes a lot. A lot of his material is about his heritage, uh-huh. you know, the, the experience that he has as a mon- minority that a lot of people misidentify. He is also the brother of uh, Dapwell, who was a member of Das Racist with Kool aid and okay. Machu Sori. Okay. That's aside. Hari Blue in the fall came out with a documentary called The Problem with Apu. Right. You're a Simpsons fan? Yes. You're familiar with Apu? Yes. So, what he explained, Thank Hari Kondablu. Blue, and
0: Slurpees and all that stuff. Right. Quickie Mart.
1: Hari Blue explains that the documentary that uh, this character that is beloved by so many people is a part of The Simpsons. Everybody loves The Simpsons. They've been going on forever. Well, this character.
0: running show on television.
1: Right. In history, right? Legit, yeah. Uh, and still going. The Apu. Is voiced by Hank Azaria, Uh, and the thing with that is Hank Azaria is a white person, and he's doing an Indian accent, and it's very stereotypical. Super stereotypical. I mean, he's really leaning hard into the fact like he's he works at a convenience store and he speaks like this, and you know he has this many kids and wives and you know the whole thing. So uh, the documentary, The Problem with Apu, it's really well done, in my opinion. It's short and sweet, and it explains a lot. And it, it, for me, my experience was uh, having someone who cares deeply about this, also a fan of The Simpsons, but really having a hard time with this. This dude is making fun of my parents, right? my, my family, and me. Right. And I'm not okay with it. So he wanted to have Hank Azaria, the, the, the person who provides the voice, on the, sh- on the movie— to talk with him about it. to, to He, he talked to a lot of people who worked on The Simpsons. He talked to a lot of uh, talent and voice actors, producers, celebrities. But Hank Azaria wouldn't come on to the movie. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't face him. Wouldn't talk. Face me. Right. So, fast forward. Last night on Colbert's late night talk show, Hank Azaria is on the show. Mm-hmm. He's sitting down as a guest. And Colbert asks him about the problem with that poo. Uh-huh. What do you think of this? What do we do about this? How do you feel? And Hank Azaria says, "You know what? I think we need to listen to our South Asian brothers and sisters, and you know the right thing to do would be to to get out of the way, and I'll I'll step aside, and someone else should you know continue that character if we think that character should continue."
0: Why was he on the show in the first place?
1: I don't know. My press junket for something, but he was talking about the problem with him. poo. Um, so. Back in November, when Hari Kondabalu wanted to have this conversation, and this this you know even before November because the doc came out in November, right? When he wanted to have this conversation, Hank was nowhere to be found. He was invited, his his peers, his his friends, his coworkers. They invited him to be a part of this, and he turned it down. He shot it down. Yesterday, on Colbert's late night talk show. In front of people on a, a a white guy's talk show, he says, "You know what? I think the right thing would be for me to step aside," and presented it like he it was, was his idea, noble thing. And I'm a little disgusted, and, and I I wanted to bring this up because I think, you know, I want to ask you, what do you think of that sentiment? Was is the ti- does this seem like the timing is bad? Is it a little too too little too late kind of situation? How how does this affect you in any way. Because I know how it affects me. How does it affect you? Well, it makes me frustrated. I like the sentiment, and I wish you would have said it back in November. And I I think the fact that you are a, a white dude who can do whatever you want to, you get to control when you do these things, whether you do these things, and deciding to curate your answer, you know what, I'm going to step aside, and presenting it on a late night TV show is... It, in my mind, it's extremely exploitative. It's like, mm. I get to do this in the way that gets me the most points. Man, back off.
0: What would you prefer him to do?
1: He should have done, he should have had a conversation. Even if he wasn't ready to answer uh, and, and understand what to do, he should have had a conversation with Hari Kondabalu many moons ago when they, when it came up in the first place. I mean, like, yeah, um, he made a mistake. People are making mistakes. People are doing things that they shouldn't do, and they don't realize at the time that Mm -hmm. it's an issue. The climate of the world is changing. These things change. So, you know, I can't say he should have gone back in time and never done it in the first place. Right. But
0: Should have gone back to when we were, like, barely
1: talking. Right, right. I I can't say that in good faith. But when someone, a human being— it said Tracy Almond shows pl- I started, would like to right? talk to you what's that Tracy Allman shows where Simpson started right I believe so yeah it's a long time ago a anyway a long ahead. time ago when 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 someone when someone said I, I want to talk to you about this issue this is something that I would like to hear from you about I'm not I'm not grilling you I'm not putting you on the spot I'm not calling you an idiot I'm not, and like I mean it's surprisingly objective given what it is given the emotional baggage that's right. connected to it uh, when, when he was given the opportunity, he declined, and then he chose the opportunity to come out with the the best look. And I, that, it frustrates the hell out of me. I think it's the right direction, but I'm I'm very dismayed by the presentation. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I'm thinking about it in my own personal thought process. I'm going, okay, this guy. There's a lot we don't know. Yeah. At least a lot. I don't know. I don't know what situation he was in. I don't know what went what went wrong here or there. Why he didn't talk to this person or that person. What's the general consensus of what what the attitude is. What's the what's the internet saying about this?
1: So the consensus. W- th- there are several different things to read. One, when the, <laughs> when the original documentary came out, Hank Azaria didn't seem bothered by any bit. The the notion and the the line that was basically fed over and over was the Simpsons makes fun of everybody.
0: So, by who? Like, who said this? The
1: Simpsons producers. Uh huh. We make fun of everybody. Huh. Not just you. Everybody. And in some degree, it's like, yeah. That's true. The Simpsons, you know, they shoot at everybody. This is a little bit more specific, though, because this is the case—a case of whitewashing and and being able to make a choice to change things for the better, being better about representation, being better about not, you know, punching down uh, against people who are not well represented anyway in, in media, and um, there is the a lot of I think. Regarding this situation as Hank Azaria and The Simpsons producers don't give a shit. Hari Kondabalu is upset, but The the Simpsons doesn't care. Now, a few weeks ago, only a few weeks ago, a brand new episode of The Simpsons came out, and it was about how everybody's upset about PC culture. And it very, very specifically looks at Hari Kondabalu's documentary and says, like... You can be upset about some things, but it's not actually a problem. It talks about the the, the documentary, documentary in the in the cartoon. And Lisa Simpson, the one who's always very reasonable and smart and empathetic. Her wisdom, right? Uh-huh. She says, "You know what? Maybe some things are just fine. Maybe some things can just be problematic and that's okay." Huh. So that was the Simpsons' current creators
0: saying, "We don't really give a shit." And then last night. So that actually gives me something to have an opinion about. Because a lot of the stuff leading up to it is kind of like, uh, sounds like people have a bunch of different takes on, you know, something. Yeah. But the idea of, like, your art and your media speaking on the actual thing that's being brought to you. Yeah. Because part of what I was thinking is, like, maybe they didn't give this dude a time of day. Yeah. Like, I can do a documentary on you know family guy that doesn't mean like it's gonna rain like that guy like they don't have to address me about that because I want to talk to them about that they don't owe me a response Yeah, you know and if they don't give me a response and then a later date they decide to address it you know and they address it the way they want to address it I don't think that I have a leg to stand on necessarily because if I really wanted to come to some sort of accusation I'd have to read a lot of intentionality into what I'm saying and not know yeah However, if you through your platform and your art actually address me, you know what I mean, the person who wrote the documentary. Yeah. Using the char- using some of the characters from this show that I am talking about? Yeah. And the message per what you're saying is pretty much ah eh, maybe it's not that big of a deal. Then it's like, hold up, fam. Now yeah. you have spoken. Yeah. Now you've made it clear to me where your stance is. Yeah. They did in their own show, in your own show. You're talking to me. Yeah. You're speaking to me. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like, oh, word is like that. Okay. That's where you stand. You've made it clear. Mm-hmm. I've asked, you know, this guy to come on the show. Now, whether he came on the show or not, the producers, the creators of the show, the like the decision makers have decided. Hey, yo, this is what it's gonna be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, with that being said, I wonder what role that the guy who does the voice of Apu played in that. Decision. I don't know. Yeah. You know? So that, I I only, because I, I can't even speak on him, because I want to assume positive intent.
1: Well, that's another piece of it. Hank Azari actually attributes the voice to himself. He came up with the voice himself, and he modeled the voice after uh, another movie in which someone was do- donning like brown face and being a white guy was playing an Indian. Right. And so Hank Azaria was doing that voice based on that example of whitewashing, right. and evidently in the original script, it did not ask him to do a voice. So Hank Azaria, uh, he he would, in any other time, any other year, would proudly say, proudly say, uh, "Apu is my creation." You know, I brought this character to the table. I made him what it is. Mm-hmm. But now he's maybe not so proud to say that.
0: Well, yeah, I don't think it's something to be proud of.
1: Sure. In this most recent episode of The Simpsons, it was called No Good Read Goes Unpunished. And the premise was Lisa has this favorite story, uh, uh, children's storybook, and Marge is reading it to her, and Lisa's realizing over time that, oh, actually, this storybook is really problematic. Like, the princess in it is problematic, and the way that it depicts black and brown people in the story is problematic. And it was the way of The Simpsons doing some commentary on... The way that we look at some of this media. Wait,
0: does that issue actually talk about the problem with Apu?
1: At the end. At the end. At the very end, Lisa looks into the camera and says something that started decades ago and was applauded and inoffensive is now politically incorrect. What can you do? And the camera goes over to the side to a framed picture of Apu, and it's signed by Apu, and it says, "Don't have a cow." which is Bart's famous line.
0: Okay, so they don't directly address it. Oh, they directly address it. Well, hold on. Let me get the whole sentence out. They don't directly address it in saying, hey, you who made the movie A Problem with a Pooh, blah, 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 blah. But they do address it in a sense that anybody who knows what's going on knows what you're talking about. They don't say Hari Kondabolu's name, but yes. Right. But that context is helpful because I just want to make sure, like, they are actually addressing this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that... That's that, weak, man. I found that yeah, I, I, so, weak. so I have more to say about that than I have to say about the guy on Colbert. That was trashy. Because the, the dude on Colbert, I mean, who knows what his real heart is? His heart might be on some, yeah, man, you know, some stuff's come up. I've thought about it. I've had some opportunities. And this is where I stand. Or he could be doing it, you know, to save face. Or he could be... A combination of both, or he yeah. could be whatever. I don't know. Like it's hard to have a statement, like a definitive statement on that. Yeah. But that there, yeah, that's to me. I feel like I have enough information to go. Oh, it's like that. Yeah. Word. That's how y'all feel. You're not listening when people talking to you. You know, like we're trying to explain something to you and try to give you some kind of clarity on where we're coming from, why we're coming from that. Like, that's a problem.
1: Yeah. There's a problem with it. It was trashy. I it was it was upsetting. And I think that's
0: But I'm not surprised.
1: I wanna I wanna I wanna posit uh you know whatever optimism I can for the fact that Hank Azaria comes onto the show and says we're gonna do things differently. That's great. But I I'm smart enough to know that the response from audiences, people like me, from critics, uh-huh. to that episode a couple weeks ago, you're damn right that people they, the, the producers of the show heard that and people weren't happy. Yeah, you know so
0: yeah yeah I, however like I said I'm not surprised no no people doing stuff like that people not listening when you tell them that things cause a problem for you that are in a position of privilege that's not mind blowing yeah it's unfortunate that it's so understandable not understandable it's unfortunate is that it's so unmoving Mm. Or so un it's unfortunate that it lacks shock, yeah, that is unfortunate, you know, but me seeing people in power when in this climate, when people are getting called out left and right, you know for doing things that have been a problem for a very long time, mm-hmm. you know, we come back to the same conversation if you 've been applauded, amen at a boy well done, and back-padded for decades Mm -hmm. for doing something, and then all of a sudden, you magically get, not to you, magically get a whole, but to you, to the Mm -hmm. person, you magically, whoosh, get all of this pushback. Mm -hmm. You're like, hey, 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 I'm not doing anything wrong. Ten years ago, you loved this. Yeah. What's the difference? Now, all of a sudden, everything's all PC. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that makes you uncomfortable but it benefits a whole bunch of other people yeah you know
1: so to me there's this extra special serving of disappointment because it comes from the simpsons and i one love the simpsons right and two always thought the simpsons was doing the smartest thing they were they always had the smartest take
0: they always still smart people who still are stupid at the same time nobody's a hundred percent anything you're right you know what i mean like right Like, we're going to have, like, you are a whole bunch of decisions. Mm -hmm. You know, at any given moment, you're a good guy or a bad guy. This isn't the new stuff. We said this on the show for the OG listeners. You know we talk about this all the time. We're all bad guys. Mm -hmm. So at any given moment, you're all kinds of things. You're the villain and you're the hero. Mm -hmm. So nobody's 100% one or the other. Yeah. But here's my question, and this kind of leads into our last point if we still decide we're going to talk about this. Where are you at on the whole cancellation thing? You know, like canceled. Like I'm not watching. So are you watching The Simpsons now? Like are you going to Starbucks now? Sure. Are you going to listen to Kanye now? You know what I mean? Sure, like, where, sure. like where are you on your ability as a person who consumes media and consumes content and consumes like what if we find out something about John Favreau? Yeah. Now we're not going to see Marvel movies anymore. Yeah, you know what? Even like even even like a wilder stretch. What if you find out something about a person of color? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. do you no longer support? Like, how do you how do you navigate that? Yeah, because Kanye's saying some bugged out stuff on Twitter right now. Yeah, yeah, he is. You know, well, how I navigate that
1: that one thing in particular is I unfollow Kanye because I don't need to see that. He, he can continue doing that. I don't need to see it in order to make it true. So that that's all there is to that. I'm also not paying for it, right? And so if we vote for our dollars, I'm not paying for that. So I don't need to see it anyway. But the, the canceled thing, canceled, I, I take that like as a flag. And given that I feel a certain way about hot takes and the way that it shapes people into making decisions based on very little nuance and thoughtfulness. I don't want to fall into that trap. So when someone says canceled, I just see someone putting a flag up. It's a little red flag and they're saying, pay attention to this hmm. and I'll follow it and find out why are we saying that? Where did that come from? And I don't have an answer that's universal for all things because there are artists that I like and I like their, or I should say there are artists who produce artwork that I like books, music, music, illustrations, you name it. But I do not care for their personal beliefs. Mm -hmm. And I've been navigating that since I found out Orson Scott Card, the guy who wrote Ender's Game, Mm -hmm. which was a book that I loved when I read it as a kid. Orson Scott Card and I do not agree on a great deal of things. And I think he happens to be a a particularly myopic, hateful individual. Mm -hmm. And man, that sucks. And I've been dealing with that since I found out that the guy who created Earthworm Jim... Kind of a dick. And those are things that I've had to deal with forever. And I I don't think there's a universal. There's not a press this button to resolve the whole thing. Always do this one thing. But when somebody says so-and-so is canceled, I pay attention to it. I want to find out where it comes from. So I can think on it for a little while.
0: So are you going to go to Starbucks to drink coffee? I wasn't going to Starbucks in the first place. That's an easy one for me too because I wasn't going to Starbucks in the first place. The star-
1: star- Starbucks is- in particular that we're talking about is across my damn street. Correct. I can see it from my window.
0: I wasn't me. going there in the first place. But I mean, so but that's the
1: although kind of- I will say I walk past there
0: and I look at people inside and I think, what are you doing? But that's my, that's my point. That's the conversation <laughs> I'm having. Like that's true, you know, like so. Do we? who are stand in solidarity not watch the simpsons now and i don't think watch it's as easy as that but i'm, I'm at, but i'm asking what is it though
1: i don't know that's the thing and, and i think it's fair to say i don't know sure but for me it's case by case scenario
0: so let's go with let's let's talk about kanye because that's a lot of what we got going on right now what's yeah. the kanye
1: deal kanye west what is <laughs> what is the kanye deal
0: Kanye West is back
1: on Twitter. Here's the short version: Kanye West is back on Twitter. He has uh, uh, exclaimed, which is not new, but he has exclaimed his support of Donald Trump. He likes Donald Trump. He owns a "Make America Great Again" hat. It is signed, presumably by
0: Donald Trump. My wife just called me, and yeah. she wanted me to make this clear to everyone: What's this? I don't agree with everything Trump does. Yeah, I don't agree with 100. I don't agree 100 with anyone but myself. Yeah, Kanye tweet. <sighs> Kanye's
1: been on a tear. He's been tweeting and tweeting and tweeting and tweeting these different, like, philosophical softballs. Like, you have to be the change that you want to be. Every day is the best day. Another tweet, I'm nice at ping pong. This is the funnest car I've ever driven. He he said that, too, about Tesla. I want a meeting with Larry from Google. Look, there, there are some things about Kanye that I, I will always love, his, like, absurdity. But someone—I I read this in a piece recently— uh, I think this was on a sports website, uh, The Ringer. Uh, I read this on The Ringer. Someone said, Kanye's thing has always, at a certain point anyway, been about appalling you. He has tried to appall you, or at least confound you. Mm-hmm. And in 2018, this the, the status quo, the bare minimum for appalling people, is so messed up under our president, that he has to try a lot harder. And he is. So he's doing his thing. I don't need to follow that. I don't need that. <laughs> there there might have been a time when I'd be like, ha, 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 this is funny. But as far as I'm concerned, his uh, explicit support of somebody who I think is a horrible dude and leading people's lives to be horrible is not funny. I'm, I'm not enjoying this. I don't have to agree with him, and that's fine. I don't need to condemn him. That's fine. I like his art. I still listen to his music. But I hate this shit, though. Like, I don't know what to do with this shit. I'm not a fan of it at all. I'm also not going to stand up and say, like, this is just Kanye being Kanye. Why can't we just disagree with each other? No, I'll just say, you, I'm just going to firmly say, I don't like this. I'm not about What do you this. think Kanye is trying to do? Make people upset. Get a rise out of people. I think Kanye is a masterful advertiser. And what is he advertising? Himself. And how many people are talking about him? Everybody. Mm -hmm. He knows exactly what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. Unfortunately, that reminds me a lot of our president. So, you know, there we go. How do you feel about this?
0: Do you Uh, care? uh, So the conversation that I'm having is what's up with this dude like the music gonna come out I'm gonna listen to the music mm-hmm. I'm very excited about the music can you separate the two um in what sense can you separate
1: you know Kanye in his thoughts and tweets well I gotta hear the music mm. a lot of it depends so you think the art can absolve or be separated from
0: no 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 it, it depends on what the music is 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 and is what's it about oh, because not the
1: quality but like truly the content of the music. Y- oh, yes to everything you just said. Okay, I see.
0: Because, like, I don't look to Kanye West for like a lot of my my worldview. Yeah, you know, like I think Kanye is an interesting person. I think that Kanye has always been a polarizing type dude. But the more and more that Kanye (sighs) continues to contribute to our culture, the more and more I get worried about him. Mm. You know, like I start, like I'm looking at this string of tweets and I'm like, okay, what's up with you? Mm -hmm. Like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Okay, it's because. In a lot of ways, I'm the Kanye West of my friend group. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean by that? I'm the guy who's like, what are you talking about, Octavius? Like, why are you saying that? It's like, why don't you just agree with everybody else? And you know, I'm like, why well, got to agree with everybody? Yeah. Why can't I have my own thoughts? Why can't I have my own way of doing it? Yeah. It just seems like you disagree. Just disagree. Well, what if I disagree because I disagree? What you if know? I am Walt Disney? You know. What if I am? Steve I do Josh? think I'm really smart. I do think I have better ideas than all you guys. I mm. do think I'm better at. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of that, like, kind of tug of war of like, but I'm right though. Mm. But I. When quiet like low key, I think I'm smarter than everybody in this room. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. Low key, low key, like I think my ideas are actually better than your ideas. Mm-hmm. I think everyone in this room should listen to me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm like, and then you may not want to agree that, agree with that, then I don't necessarily go say that, but I say more of that than most other people. Sure. Which kind of creates this like polarizing relationship with my friend group. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. Where I'll part my mouth to say something, people are already going, ugh, here you go. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, I didn't even say anything. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you just want me to join groupthink. Oh, you just want everyone else in here would feel comfortable if I just agreed. Mm -hmm. If I just said, yeah, good idea. When I think that's not a good idea. Yeah, you should do it when I don't think you should do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the best way to do it. When I can think of 15 other ways to do it that are better than that to me, to me. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So
0: it would like, it's almost like my job in your life is to make you feel comfortable. I don't want that job.
1: That does sound very Kanye.
0: Don't I did I do I sound like Kanye right now? Yeah. Yes, very much. Yeah. So there's a lot of that that I'm seeing in these tweets that I'm going, oh, "Okay. However, I think you're missing some stuff here. Mm. You know, I think there's some things that because I can relate to kind of what's going on, I'm, I I don't know this man at all by any stretch of your imagination. But there's part of it that makes me go, so what's going on, man? What are you thinking? And I don't think a lot of people, I don't know if there are a lot of people who do that with Kanye because I know there are not a lot of people who do that with me. Mm-hmm. You know? They go, this dude, oh, man. Ugh. You know, you just decided. Oh, you, you, ugh. Yeah. Well, why don't you talk to him? Well, I ain't going to talk to Octavius because Octavius is... You've already decided what I am yeah. because you've had these interactions with me or you've had these past interactions with me, or this interaction you had with me two years ago, and that's who I am. Yeah. And anything that halfway smells or sounds like that, here he go again. Yeah. So there's a lot of that. That's like, who's sitting down and having a long, slow, consistent conversation with this man mm-hmm. to really get to the bottom of? Okay, you love Donald Trump. What's that mean? Why are you doing? Why What's do you mean? say that? When you say you love Donald Trump, what do you mean? Mm. Well, I love everybody. Okay. Me too What do you mean When you say you love everybody Why do you say you love Candace Owens I like the way she thinks Oh you mean, I don't know But I'm not gonna say like Cause I'm not gonna say Something like that But I will say I mean I don't know man To be honest with you A lot of stuff That happens in the church Don't make sense to me <laughs> what? what What do you mean It's like Calm down. Do you want an answer or do you want to be mad? Yeah. Which one do you want? Mm -hmm. Because if you want to be mad, we don't have anything to talk about. Yeah. But if you'd like to actually know what I'm saying and where I'm coming from, we need to have a much different, much slower, deeper conversation.
1: Do you think that's a part of of what's taking place here is uh, he's putting on provocations to have a conversation, but you can't have a conversation with
0: Kanye West? Well, that's the other part of it where I don't think Kanye's stupid. Mm-hmm. I think Kanye knows what he's doing and I think a lot of this is a lot of this like again my distant I don't know this man from a can of paint yeah. like perspective if I can relate a lot of it is well that's what I thought in that moment mm-hmm. that's what I thought That's that's what I felt you know what I mean like what's the problem I should be able to say what I feel I should be able to say what I'm thinking mm-hmm. without all of this backlash but at the same time I'm smart enough to know this is gonna get my album view. This is I know I know how the internet works. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm still me in it. Mm-hmm. This is how I know how to work things. Mm-hmm. So you've been around me, right? When I'd be like, whoa, 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 stop, 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 slow down, back, 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 back up. What? And people, oh my God, Octavius, why do you have to because this is the way I understand how to do things. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you want me to learn a new thing, I I need you to be patient with me to walk me through it. I'm not going to just magically become like you because I'm not like you. You know, I'm like me. This is how, you know, how you've been like, Octavius. You are like a surgeon with these conversations. Well, this is how I'm able to do anything good. This is how I know how to do something good. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to do something good your way. Mm -hmm. If I do it your way. I have no clue what's going to happen. But if I slow down, stop, what's that mean? What's this mean? Well, Why did you say that? Why does that connect to that? And how come you, oh, okay. Now, three people who don't know me are going to go, that dude is a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how you're friends with him. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people who are friends with me, I'm not trying to make this about me, but I'm just trying to communicate how I get it. It's like, well, that's Octavius. Mm -hmm. For a lot of people, that is the answer. Well, we know him. So when he says that, I know what he means. Mm-hmm. You don't know what he means because you don't know him. So a lot of this... That's like how Jay-Z talks about Kanye. Right. Yeah. Jay-Z's like, that's my brother. I mean, we're literally like brothers. Like, brothers. I know him. He mm-hmm. knows me. Yeah. You don't see Jay-Z be like, man, I, I hate this guy. You see Jay-Z be like, <laughs> like he's talking about his younger brother. Like, yeah. man, well, I, our kids don't even hang out together. It's like, well, Yeah, I I see why. Because you bugging. I still love you, but that doesn't mean I like everything you're doing. Sure. A lot of your method of operation. So that's the way I take a lot of what's going on with Kanye. And the biggest thing that I think that Kanye is having a hard time with understanding is love. Like he's using love a lot. He's talking about love a lot. He's saying it a lot. And...
1: I love you, Ebro.
0: Love... Love, like, there's no greater love than laying down your life for a friend. Mm. That's love. Mm. Love bears all things. Love believes all things. Love hopes all things. Love conquers all. If I, you know, sell a bunch of Yeezys, but I don't have love, you know, if I do a bunch of this, that, and the other thing, but I don't have love, I'm just making noise, Mm -hmm. you know? So what exactly is love? Because, like, if... You are supporting and aligning yourself with people who are hurting people. You know you'll you'll they'll know a lot about who you are and who you represent, and who you connect to by the way you love one another. Yeah. So if you love someone, how do you align yourself with someone who is harming people? Yeah, and taking things away from folks and segregating people and taking away rights. Hold up, look at me. I'll be like, look at me, Kanye. Look at me. Explain that to me. I hear what you're saying. But talk to me about what's love like? Love, speak the truth in love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Love's not just, it's okay, everything's fine, everything's cool because I love you. Like, that's not what love is. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I do. Th- that, that is not love. So love's not just being nice to everybody. Love doesn't mean, well, I don't want to come against you or challenge you mm-hmm. because if I love you, then I accept you exactly how you are. That's not necessarily love. I might... I might love you despite how you are. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I'm going to roll with you 100%. So there's a lot in that thing that really ultimately, ultimately makes me go, "Yo, what's up with it? What's up with you, man? Yeah. What's going on?" Yeah. i I'm not even getting caught. Like a lot of this is entertaining. Yeah. It's entertaining to read, but there's another part of me that's like, "When you are done, let's talk." That
1: is the sentiment where I am right now. Because being somebody who has been a fan of Kanye for a long time, mm-hmm. you, you and I went to yeah. the movie theater yeah. to see the first time he ever plugged in an aux cable and played tracks off of Life of Pablo and gave us a trailer for his video game about his mom <laughs> twice <laughs> yeah. and then passed the aux around. I mean, like, we, you know, I, I, I do stand for Kanye. Like, that's, that's a thing that I, I have done. And right now where I am, I don't understand what you're doing. I don't like following along with it. I don't like the energy that's creating. If it's going to be a part of something greater, I'm just going to wait and find out what that is when you're done. Let me just trade weight on this. I'm not picking up the individual issues on Kanye right now. I'm waiting for a trade to figure out whether or not this is going to be worth my time. Because right now I can tell you it's not worth my time. And when it's complete, and there's something to show for it. And the arc has finished. Well, I'll, I'll find out. I'll investigate it later. But right now, I have too many other parts of my life that are taking energy and exhausting me and I don't need to give it away. Definitely not to people who have said, look at my MAGA hat.
0: I just, I don't have the attention. I mean, a, a I lot of that though is like... the energy. Like a lot of that though is like, Kanye, what you doing? But at the same time, I don't know man I'm just kind of like I want to believe that there's someone in that man's life that's not going to just do a spinning back kick to his face and go take that hat off sure, and kind of go yo man what's up with the hat sure what's good with the hat sure Tell, talk to me about it talk to me about what you're feeling what you're going through and I don't that's not my responsibility to do that because sure. I don't know that man yeah. you know what I mean yeah. but I will say there is there is as a as a fan of his music, I'm more... Like I said, I'm going to listen to the music. And sure. if the music is good, then I'm going to enjoy the music. Right. But I don't really look at Kanye as a person who's going to be a political figure. And I almost feel like there's a part of it that's like... I'm watching a, I'm watching a person like... <laughs> Like all the stuff that he's doing with the whole Make America Great Again stuff, and all the stuff that he's doing with Trump, it's like, I'm afraid you really believe that that's true.
1: Mm.
0: I'm afraid you really believe that those people are your friends mm-hmm. and that they're not treating you like a house Negro. Trump, like like I, Trump they, is tweeting at him now? Yeah, I'm afraid you don't see yourself as being Sam Jackson and Django. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what I see it as, Mm -hmm. and I don't think Sam Jackson and his character in Django saw himself as a problematic person. He saw himself as, "I'm not white, I'm OJ," yeah, and I'm and I'm afraid that that's what's happening with Kanye. Like I'm different, you know. I'm Disney. I'm Jobs. I'm special. I'm, and it's like, bro, you still a nigga. Like you, you still very much are. And if you really Believe that these people are not using you and seeing you through that lens, and right. And if you really like, like I said, you're not my family. But there's a part of me that's like, ah, come on, cuz yeah. you don't see this. Yeah. All right, fam. Good luck. You know what I mean? Well, I, I hope it. I hope it works out. And I hope. And I don't believe I'm wrong. Like I, I, I don't think this is yeah I think that you're being used as a pawn, bro? I think they see you as a naive, rich you know person who's trying to figure it out and they're taking advantage of that. you know what I mean, yeah, so I don't think that all black people have to be you know Democrats, yeah, like that's that's not how it works, sure chance you know what Tweeted I mean that. like I don't think that that's true, but i also think that. Maybe my my life is not completely tethered to the internet sure. and social media. Sure, And, you know, you and I have conversations of depth all the time. And you also know how I roll on the internet. Yeah. I don't really have a whole lot of, like, hot take conversations on the internet. I just don't... It's I, just not the venue. That's not how I roll. I, I don't yeah. I don't think I'm necessarily equipped to have those kinds of conversations because I don't have a whole lot of practice.
1: Well, if there's anything positive to come out of these conversations, it's the conversation itself and... Jordan Peele says he's inspired to start writing Get Out too. So I'm just saying, <laughs> if there's any silver well,
0: lining, there we go.
1: Then Jordan Peele says, I mean, he he, the man tweeted, gets inspired, starts writing Get Out too. So uh, I'm just saying, you know, that's not a that's not the worst outcome. And that's uh, Comic Book Junto 92. Yeah, easy, 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 easy. What's up with this dude, man? I don't
0: know. What's I, up with your man, Kanye?
1: I don't know. Yeah, I'm, 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 I don't know.
0: Outside of all know. that, are you excited for this music? We got <sighs> Pusha T coming. I, I, we got Kid Cudi coming. Pusha T's, push
1: T's on my shit list right now. What would he do? Oh, man. He, he made a lot of bad jokes about trans people at a concert. Oh, this bull. And somebody tweeted at him like, hey, your concert was dope. I wish you wouldn't have said those things about trans people. What did he say? Uh, I wasn't at the concert. I didn't. I didn't see what the the actual jokes were. And uh, Pusha T said like, um, "I stand by my jokes." <laughs> F you. And the guy was like, uh, hold up, hold on, wait." And it, and it turned into a whole thread. And it's disappointing.
0: Pusha T I still loves music, but. You know, come but on. But that's the uh, thing, man. Like a lot of times, we want these, we want these artists to be to, like us, to be politicians, and we want these artists to stand for, yeah. all the things we do, and they don't. They, Art, so uh, they're, they're I want artists. artists.
1: I want artists to be a certain way. I want celebrities to be a certain way too. But when think, people
0: show you their true, this is a very. Old I know
1: when people show you their true colors, you believe them, right? I I I follow, and in believing them, you can discard them too. Sure. Um. And it's a, a more difficult equation to balance
0: when you like the thing they make. Right, because you are also have to determine whether or not am I supporting them. Yeah, right. You know, and in I, what
1: way am I supporting them? Financially, emotionally, You know what, what does the support look like? So you're like? going to bootleg all the good music now? I'm not saying I'm bootleg all the good music. I'm just saying those things are happening. I am excited about new Nas.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about a Nas album produced by Kanye. I of course I'm excited about that because I, I, Kanye I, West and Kid Cudi produced by Kanye. I don't push T produced by Kanye. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like I
1: I appreciate the talent of these individuals. they but it there's no designer are, in sight. <laughs> designer done fell off the flat Earth. They're like <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. I, I don't know what happened to designer. He came out with a single. It was not hot. Uh, so. I don't know. He's just moving right along, I guess. New, new rap, new stuff to listen to. Um, Dexter, all all the
0: time. <laughs> That's just where I'm at. Dex, Dexter, really? Dexter, famous Dex. I like famous Dex. Man, I have not given that album a full listen. <laughs> it's I listen to like half a song. I'm like, I don't know if this is for me, man. It's
1: weird, man. It's weird.
0: Anyway, I think the dude. Uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting. Um. Definitely not voting for this dude for president. No, nope. 2024, nah, man. No. Nope. Did you see he said, instead of having the Air, if when he becomes president, instead of having the Air Force One, he's going to have an Air Force Yeezy. He's a dumbass. <laughs> Pull out of <laughs> he's, here, he's, man. He's Get him out of here. No. Yeah. That's why I know he's
1: just riling up. That's it. Yeah, man. He wants to rile people up. What's up with this dude? I'm just, I don't have time for it. I got Kratos and Atreus to worry about right now. I got bigger things.
0: And where the sixth Infinity Stone is. And
1: the sixth Infinity
0: Stone. That's it. Episode 92. Comic Book Junto. Where is the sixth Infinity Stone? The
1: next time we will talk to you, it will be post-Infinity War. Correct. So we will be getting together to have a a conversation about that movie.
0: Maybe we'll have some Kanye West music to talk about.
1: Jesus Walks. Who knows? (laughs) I I, I don't know. So we'll we'll, we'll convene after we've seen the film. Uh, Of course, we'll put out the episode after the film is released in all theaters. So hopefully you will have seen it too. So the next time you will hear from us, we will be changed. Right. I think we will hopefully identify the location
0: of the soul gem And unspoiled. Mm-hmm. Pray. Mm-hmm. Be strong, Black Eye Congregation. Say a prayer for us. Hear no spoilers. <laughs> See no spoilers. Speak, Speak no, no spoilers. spoilers. Love one another and love yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't read no Rotten Tomatoes. Don't, definitely don't read no Forbes. Don't read any reviews. Don't watch anything on YouTube. Get yourself in the theater. Have your earphones ready. Have them close to you. Keep one earphone in just in case. Have the volume up. All right? Mm -hmm. Get ready. Get your seat. Get your snacks. Let's watch this Infinity War 10 years in the making. Let's come back and talk about it on the one shot. And I'm very, very excited to do that. Mm -hmm. That's it. Episode 92. We love y'all. Until next time. Peace. (laughs)